We're back with a new podcast, and we have a new partnership with Tacticam. Tacticam's newest product is the Film Through Your Scope FTS system. This uh, fancy little unit here just sticks right on the end of 99% of any rifle scope you can find. And the little Tacticam camera slides in. It's not in your way, films through your crosshairs, and it's perfect for any self-filming adventure. Today's podcast is brought to you by Smith Game Calls. Check out smithgamecalls.ca for all of your game call needs. This spring, I've set out a goal to harvest a black bear by calling it in with a distress call. So that's my goal. What's yours? Whatever it is, if it involves predators, Smith Game Calls has you covered. Again, check out smithgamecalls.ca and use promo code NONTYPICAL. Today's podcast is also brought to you by T-Rex Knives. Check out T-Rex Knives on Facebook for all your custom knife needs. Every single knife they make is made to order. Any style of blade, any style of handle, whatever you have in mind, they can do it. Check out T-Rex Knives and make sure to mention that Non-Typical Nation referred you and they're going to give you a 5% discount on your order. Again, check out T-Rex Knives on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is always brought to you by Old Smokes Coffee. Old Smokes Coffee is our go-to for our favorite smoked roast blends and even our regular conventional roast blends. If you love coffee, Old Smokes has you covered. Go to oldsmokescoffee.com, use promo code NONTYPICAL for 10% off. This is the Non-Typical Nation podcast with your host, Brody Teal and Eric Labrie. Let's talk hunting and absolutely everything else that goes with it. Let's jump right back in. What's going on, guys? We are back with another podcast. And um, yeah, a lot has happened in the last 10, 7, 14 days, whatever it's been since yeah. we released that last podcast. We actually recorded and hopping. Super exciting podcast with our buddy Manny Schneider with Boreal Huntsman. And um, our audio recorder did not capture the audio. As we both glance up to make As sure we we're both recording. Double right check now. to make sure that red light's solid. We had just a, a banger of a podcast. It was like an hour and a half long, and our audio machine did not record any audio. An Nothing. absolute heartbreaker. Nothing. But right now we are recording. We're good to go. Um, so yeah, we are a little bit behind because we had to uh, skip out on that one, but nonetheless, we're back with another podcast and we are going to get Manny on, um, you know, in the future here, he's got a, a lot to talk about. He's a great guy and, uh, we will have him on. So we're going to make up for that one. We were debating putting that one up. The only issue is we don't have our mic audio, right? So we're just recording the audio through the cameras. And it wasn't even the camera. It's not even our external mic because we don't plug them in when we record the yeah, podcast video. Yeah, so we thought, you know what, guys, let's just pass on that one and we will do a brand new one with Manny. Um, and, you know, we've actually, like I said, so much has happened in these last 10, 14 days since that last release. We actually um, are working on... Um, recording all of our podcasts so we can show you guys videos so you can watch them. We're looking at sort of 
you know, adding videos into some of the podcasts, you know, talking about some different hunts and we'll show those clips. Um, we're trying to just make it more, uh, more exciting than, than what we're at right now with just the audio, you know, the audio works great. That's what podcasting is all about. Um, but we are looking to, uh, you know, put together some cool videos as well with the well, audio. We got to talking and most of our stories we have video for, right. Like, like so many of the things we talk about, whether it's short, short clips or even long stuff that you're eventually going to see in our episodes. Um, we have lots of video and stuff to show people. Yeah, well, we always have our cameras with us. That's you know, right. the last three, four years, the camera's been by our side every step we've taken um, hunting and and whatnot. So um, we've got a lot of video, and a lot of that video doesn't necessarily make it into TV episodes. So it's a shame just having it sitting on a hard drive with with nothing happening to it. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're hoping to tie in some, some cool footage and cool videos with some of these podcasts. We're actually going to redo the, the studio here, uh, make it a little more appealing to the eye. And, uh, yeah, we've got some exciting things coming down the pipe as well. Um, we can't announce anything right now, but, um, yeah, it, uh, it's going to be cool if, if everything exciting. does pan out. Yep. Um, we're going to be releasing some podcasts on a, a pretty big network. And um, yeah, just uh, another way for everybody to uh, to watch what we do and hear what we do and, and reach more people with uh, our nonsense. Well, and the, to take our, our nonsense to the next level, too. Yeah, exactly. Make, make it just you know, not just audio and some visual too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So you yeah. Know. So we're back with another one guys. And, um, we had that great podcast giveaway, which, uh, you know, we had a ton of people, a ton of people, um, send in answers for, and, um, you know, play along with that. So we're going to announce the winner to the podcast giveaway near the end of this podcast. Um, we are going to have another podcast giveaway. So when you're done listening to this, check out our Facebook page and we will uh, have another question on there and you will be, uh, be able to win some more, uh, some more prizes from our sponsors and from our non-typical nation store and, uh, yeah, a bunch of stuff. So, so we're going to rewind a little bit. Manny, when he came up here, was it, what was it? Two weeks ago, a week ago? Man, I'm so messed up with my clock right now. So much has gone on. Like you said, it's been seven or 10 or 14 I or think it was days. a week ago. Um, I believe it was only seven days ago, like last weekend. <laughs> we really don't know. I don't know. Maybe Anyways, been, yeah. so he came He came to Slave Lake to hunt with Eric and uh, hunt with... Um, Hunt with uh, with you. And yeah, he came to. Wolves. Yeah, he came to sit at uh, my wolf baits. You know, I I always I run wolf baits every winter, all winter long, um, with the hope that somebody wants to come sit at them. And and Manny had some free time, needed to get away, and he decided he wanted to come freeze his ass off in the in the ground blind and and uh, try and try and catch a wolf. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He wasn't. You know, he only made it in for two days. That's pretty tough for a that wolf That is tough. Hunt. That's tough, and it doesn't matter what you're doing, man. Yeah, if you're hunting whitetails, yeah. if you're hunting bear, moose, two days is, is tough. Yeah, yeah. you know, it takes a, it takes a day to get you in the mood, and then, you know, it takes a day to figure everything out, and it's easy to have, you know, a bad day of hunting. And, uh, and wolves are probably the toughest animal to kill, you know, up here in North America. So, um, you know, there's no shortage of them. They're there. They're there both nights. Um they were there. They're there almost every every day at some point during the day. So um, he, you guys went in there. He went in there in the morning, and on his last day, he had wolf tracks right over top of his tracks, walking into the blind. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. So and they were they they were circling him basically and, uh, that final day. That that second evening he sat. Yeah, there were wolves, um, wolves on the road behind him and wow. right in our sled tracks. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they just you know they're they're a smart animal. Um, they can sense when something's a little off, and lots of times they just like to to wait till dark. Yeah, they're a lot safer. And, For sure, uh, man. You know, you know, there there's not just one of them. You're 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 tricking several of them. So. Yeah, wolves are arguably the smartest most intelligent animals out there either like that for or they're totally random and no they're intelligent man uh you know i'm i'm not gonna take credit for that statement though because i there's a few guys up north in up north here in alberta that are killers and uh i think you know kyler nelson yeah give a shout out to him i saw a thing on facebook the other day I think he, he said it. He said, you know, wolves are either really smart or they're just totally random. Really, eh? And he can kill wolves. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought, why not? Why yeah, can't? Yeah, there's a little bit of truth to that. Why? Maybe they are just totally random. The way I look at it, though, is, is there are so many wolves in these areas. Like, if you went for a walk for 10 miles, you're going to see... 10 times more wolf tracks than you are anything else. Yeah, more than likely. It's not a matter of finding wolves. They're there. So yeah. the way I look at it is they're so intelligent that there's so many wolves and you never see them. And that's the way I always have looked at it too. Is like they're just so smart that, um, you know, they hear a vehicle coming or they smell something off and they just get to a safe space and yeah. they totally avoid people. Yeah. I've hunted, you know, countless days and hours and I've only seen handful or two of wolves yeah and usually at a glance well and that's the same as me right and that's what that's why i believe that they are just so intelligent you know like yeah. bears you see great like there's got to be more wolves than there are grizzly bears around and i've seen all in the last two three years i've seen as many grizzly bears as i have wolves and there are multiple like multiple times more uh, wolves than there are grizzly bears yeah because you're gonna see a hundred wolf tracks for every grizzly exactly, track. Exactly, right. See. Yeah. So um and, and you know yeah. Maybe the randomness is part of part of the the thought behind it though. Yeah. Right? There's so many wolves, but there's also so much food here. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't need to have a system. They can just go wherever yeah, their I nose takes. I believe them. that. I, I believe they're they are random with with baits for sure. Like I don't think there's any any science to you know they're gonna hit they're gonna do their circle and every on the fourth day they're gonna be at that bait on every fourth or every 14th day they're gonna be there i think they are a lot more random than that oh they definitely are you and know like they might hit it one night and then skip a night and then they might go two weeks and then they might hit it three nights in a row yeah, but they also might hit it at 2 p.m and then 1 a.m too for sure and then noon yeah or 8 a.m yeah right they're just very unpredictable. And it's funny because when we're when we're baiting wolves and we talk or baiting bears, sorry, and we, we talk about baiting bears, and I always say it's just like training a dog. Like they know the dinner bell. Yeah. But when you're when you're actually baiting a dog, mm -hmm. a wolf, it's totally random. Yeah. There's no it doesn't seem to be you can definitely put stuff there that they want more than other okay. things, it seems. And is that meat or what? Yeah, like, you know, they'll go crazy over a beaver rather than, you know, maybe just some, some deer scraps or something. Yeah. Um, I've noticed that kind of stuff, but no, absolutely no 
sort of timeline or schedule or any sort of pattern of anything. Yeah. Right? Interesting. You definitely see the activity pick right up when the weather changes. Yeah. Um, they come in, but, you know, a lot of times I, I don't run cameras at all my baits anymore. I just have a terrible luck with cameras. I yeah. got a new camera. Yeah, we got your Reconico trail camera. Actually, shout out to Reconico, guys. Yes. Great, great cameras. Um, we actually talked them in to giving every single one of our followers 15% off a Scout HD trail camera. You get 15% off if you use promo code non-typical on reconicooutdoors.com. Now that promo code is only good for the cameras, not the packages or not the hats or anything else, but it is a, a wicked discount. And it's a fantastic camera. Ex well, I'm not gonna. There's My no, phone's no, been going nuts all day. No fault the of the ear. camera. No. I'm like I'm like a 90 year old man with trail cameras. Like I'm totally technology illiterate when it comes to trail cameras for whatever reason. So I'm gonna ask the listener right now if you're setting up a camera on a wolf bait, and you you know you walk into the bait and ravens fly away and eagles fly away, what are you gonna set the camera? At? Are you gonna set up pictures, videos? HD video. Well, you tell me you did. So what I did <laughs> was because, um, you it know, it would have been like intentions were great. Oh, like, absolutely. To get a wolf I was, HD video, man, that would have been phenomenal. Well, I didn't have it set to HD video. No, it, it's, seven... it's, it's set to the lowest video. Oh, okay. And and I changed it to like five second video. But the problem is, what I did was I I set it to two picture and five second video. And so I'm thinking, okay, we're going to test the, you know, I, I, this sort of is a test for me anyway for to sure. see if the wind's going to trigger it, yeah. see if, you know, the bait waving in the wind is going to trigger it, whatever. And <laughs> birds, hopefully wolves, whatever else. So I said it, great intentions. I'm very excited. You know, I get the camera out there, there's service. Um, I go to test a picture. Sends right to my phone. You know, there's my goofy ass standing there with my snowmobile suit on and everything. And okay, great. Camera works awesome. And of course, when it texts me the picture, or when it texts me, it only texts me a picture, one picture. Yeah. It doesn't text me two pictures. You can in video. choose in the camera what you want it to yeah. send. Yeah. So I have it set to send me one picture. So I just think nothing of it. Right. And and when I set the camera up, I set it up in my living room like yeah. three hours before. Yeah, for sure. So I get out. And I'm, you know, I can feel my phone buzzing the whole ride home. Yeah. And uh, I get home and I check and there's like 57 text messages so the birds or something came back already. Instantly, like, like as soon as you walked away. 10 minutes. Well, I put new bait out too, okay. right? And uh, so there's there's a bit of fresh snow and everything. So I there's fresh meat out there. And uh, yeah, sure enough, the birds were right back at it. Yeah. And before midnight, I think I had like 400 messages. Wow. So that means that's. 400 times two yeah plus 400 five second videos yeah and so yeah very quickly i realized well that was a mistake and it's probably gonna die or fill up the card before i get out there next yeah. so yeah so is there a way to deter the ravens you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to you want them around the yeah. ravens are like a beacon yeah to for predators sure. Right? Yeah. If they're smart enough to avoid everything, avoid us, avoid getting shot yeah. at, they're smart enough to follow ravens. Yeah. Right? Ravens have the bird's eye view. So what are you going to do going forward with the camera? I'm just going to have to set it at one photo. One photo, yeah. And really my thought behind it was, you know, a wolf comes in, 
I want to get really good photos because I have no photos of wolves yeah, from trail cameras. Sure. I haven't ran cameras for years on, on a bait. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I was like, yeah, you know what? Might as well set it up. It's going to be a great camera. Yeah. And I just set it up wrong. So I missed out on probably now six days, I think. Well, no, it's been dead for only three, but I won't, I won't get out there for another two days. I might get out there tomorrow night. So is there a particular area where you can expect like a side of the bait where you can expect the wolves to come in from, or are they going to come from any, any side anyway? They seem to be coming in from two particular directions because i was going to say rather than pointing the camera at the bait pointed at the area they're going to come in on yeah um i don't but know but then you're taking a 50 50 chance because they might come out from somewhere yeah. else right and a lot of times they skirt the bait yeah and they might have only been there minutes before you but there's tracks of them skirting the bait okay where they don't come in but they just kind of yeah like, they're like Maybe they're checking it out, and then they're going to tell their buddies, and they're coming back. Yeah, or so maybe something's not your right. Your best bet is probably one photo or two photos. Lower the quality. Yeah, so I have it um, set at, like, this camera's great. It's It goes from 5 megapixel to 8 megapixel to 20. 22 megapixel. 22. Yeah. So I have it set to 8, right? Yeah. And I have a big card in there, but I also have the 5-second the video, and that's totally adjustable up to, like, a minute long or something. Yeah, you can do up to a minute, yeah. And it goes into 1080 HD. Yeah, up to 1080. Yeah. And I have it set at 720 for five seconds. But yeah. just with all the ravens, like when I woke up the next morning, <laughs> that's a lot of ravens. It had been out there for I don't know 16 hours or something, and I had like 700 messages. Yeah. it was just crazy. Well, and then he came to work, and your phone was still going off. Oh, it was going off all the daylight. Yeah. 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 Just the whole throughout the whole day, and so I had muted the text message so that it wasn't vibrating my phone all yeah. the whole time but yeah it was just endless <laughs> and then sure enough it died you know like yesterday morning or yesterday evening after sending a few thousand yeah photos yeah yeah holy smokers yeah so well that's yeah. what's nice about those is they actually hold 12 batteries so the battery life is longer than your average trail camera that yeah. holds six or eight batteries um i put the first one out in mid-october and it ran right until the end of january basically and you know i got four or five thousand photos on it ran for a long time you know withstood the minus 40 degree weather um, i've got a couple more out right now and um, i did put one out back in early uh, late december and that one I had on video and photo, and I had a 30-second video in 1080p, and it lasted about a month or a little over a month maybe. And um, But even then, you know, it took a 1,000 videos. It took five photos as well on top of that. So it took a lot of photos. It worked hard. So the battery life, uh, you know, is pretty darn good with them. And, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're really good cameras, but hopefully you get that figured out. You know, I think that might be the answer though. Just one photo. And well, it has see. to be. And, and it's just what it's going to be. You know, I might, I might only catch a, the tail end of a wolf or, you know, get yeah. a not so great photo of it, but at least it's better than, than it dying in a few days. So how often do you go and replenish your bait? I usually go out there at the very longest every 10 days. So okay, I'm usually there so, within within a week, though. I'm usually there once every week. So I'm sure you're, like, even if it's taken a ton of photos of ravens, but only on a one-shot burst, it's going to last seven or ten days. Oh, it'll. I'm sure it'll last a lot longer. It'll get expensive on batteries, but you'll get photos of wolves, without a yeah. doubt. 
you know like you but just you have to that's that that's on. that's just the the part of putting a camera at a at a, a wolf at a wolf bait you yeah. have to have you're gonna have ravens there yeah for sure you're gonna have birds there right you're gonna yeah. have coyotes too yeah and uh you know i've got a few pictures of coyotes but yeah yeah but no wolves yet no wolves yet on the camera they eluded you yeah they uh they switch the thing off they come in eat and then they flick it back on yeah <laughs> it's crazy how that works eh yeah i set up a wolf bait about geez four years ago probably and it was actually down one of the roads i told you i'm going cougar hunting down tomorrow yeah and it was at the very end and it was actually there's a pipeline that goes down and i set up a wolf bait down in there and i actually caught a few photos of wolves on it it was pretty cool never ever hunted the bait but i actually i was using cougar carcasses for bait oh yeah yeah you yeah. know we got a few in at the shop and um and even some wolf carcasses and they were still hitting it yeah. like they were uh yeah i was surprised i wasn't too sure never ever hunted it um, i actually got my truck stuck down this cut line um, on new year's day i thought i could drive down there with the truck because it looked like there was you know somewhat of a trail and i got my freaking truck stuck and what i used you know those track grabbers yeah that go around and they saved my ass big time i was down on an incline you know there's a foot of snow and i don't know why i drove down there but i did and I got out on New Year's Day. It was all right. It was a good start to the year. It wasn't a good start at first, but I got out, so it made up for it. But uh, that was the only baiting experience I ever had for wolves. I really haven't done anything other than that. But, um, yeah, so I'd like to. You know, why not, right? Like, we've got bears up here. We bait bears. Now, why the hell don't we? Why don't I bait wolves? It just doesn't make sense. Why don't? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I've done it for the last I think the biggest years. thing is getting enough enough bait yeah. is one thing. Um, have you heard of guys using, like, small bales and, like, straw feed and whatnot for wolves for bait? Not straw. Or not straw, um, but just, like, like, like hay? Um, I don't think... I don't know if they'd be eating it. So when I went to BC... The guy had a wolf bait, yeah. and he had a whole ton of meat. He had, like, a, a dead cow there, and, and then he had a whole ton of, like, hay, like huh. bales. Interesting. Yeah. But, and they were four bait? They were four wolves, and he had his he wolf says, bait. And he's, he's like, this is where the wolf hunters sit, and, uh, yeah. Hmm. Well, if it works. I don't know works. if they eat it, but I didn't ask. But oh, it was okay. there, yeah. so I don't know if they use it to bed in or if you just, or huh. why it's there. That's interesting. But, yeah. But primarily meat yeah 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 well they're scavengers for the most part right yeah yeah for sure so is manny coming back up he is <laughs> yeah. yeah he's uh you know he made an investment yeah you guys just got back from southern alberta and came back with a we went from well he went from uh, one corner to the other yeah. i sort of came from you know the north central area down to the bottom corner with him and yeah 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 we picked up a, a new four by four yeah good one a good one real good one right on a smoking deal on it and uh yeah he doesn't have doesn't have a place to park it so we put it at my house yeah so we got a new horse and you guys are going to take that in the mountains this uh spring yeah yeah so the fellow we bought it off of uh you know he's an older guy big big hunters um farmers down south and they take their horses every year they got you know i don't know he said he had something like 15 horses at his house and wow yeah they take a group of horses every year and some family and go moose and elk cutting in the mountains holy smokes and so this particular horse had, had been to the mountains three or four times yeah before 
and uh, but she's just a little little too tall for him and oh okay and he, he's getting a little bit older so um yeah he didn't want to waste her potential she's just seven so she's got lots of lots of adventure left so in what's her. the average lifespan for a horse um you're looking about 25 horse. to 30 years oh, okay yeah wow um, you're probably gonna get you know a 20 year old horse is is a veteran oh, okay you know you're, you're looking you're you'd be careful once they get into those older years you know they yeah. they, they get injured over the years and yeah. worn out and yeah. You know, they have their fair share problems, but, uh, yeah, you can get 20 years out of a, out of a, Holy you know, smokes, a mountain eh? horse. Yeah. Unreal. So this horse has, you know, at least a dozen years of, yeah. of, yeah. of working. She's taken care of and, yeah. uh, yeah, nice. she's, she's nice, cool headed, calm. You know, Manny brought his, his little girl with him and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, he had his daughter riding her the right away and. Horse is great. Yeah, I've seen those videos, man. That's impressive. Yeah. And so you've got a couple horses as well, and one of them are is going to be good to go for some hunting this spring? Yeah, one's one's pretty much ready to go, and then I got one that's uh, he's still pretty green, but yeah. Uh, yeah, come springtime here, we're going to get his ass whipped into shape. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what do you do if you have a horse that's just stubborn and... Well, good? he's not He's not stubborn. He's just green. So he's... Okay. Um, he's seven too, or he's turning. No, sorry, he's turning. Turning. No, he's five. I guess. Does it get to an age of you know almost too late to train these guys? It can. Um, most horses are pretty willing though. Like, a lot of times, yeah, especially if they're if they're familiar with humans. Like, yeah, a lot of horses get human contact, but they don't necessarily get worked or trained. Okay. A lot of like a lot of people have a horse that they don't necessarily have the time to ride all the time, but yeah. you know, they keep in their yard, they pet it and it just, but it doesn't get to work. Yeah. Most horses are willing and want to work, right? Just like a dog, a dog wants to go for they a walk. They want to get out. A dog and, wants yeah. to be trained. You know, he enjoys getting that energy feedback from the yeah. owner and the master. Right. And it's the same with horses. So he's, he's, He's a little bit, you know, he's getting older, but he's definitely not old. He's still young. He's still yeah. a growing horse. You know, he grew six inches this last couple months. He's oh, wow. just, you know, filling out. And uh, typically you're going to start breaking a horse no earlier than, like to ride, no earlier than two and a half, three. Oh, okay. Because when they're younger than that, they're still growing. Yeah. Riding them can be hard on their joints and stuff. Oh, I see. So you wait till they're about three years old, and then you can start breaking them to ride. And you know, some horses, if they got a little wild in their brain, they might be a yeah. little harder than others. But a lot are, are with a gentle hand, and and uh, you know, somebody that knows how to how to communicate with horses. Yeah. It doesn't take very much. No, it just takes you know some days and some time and For sure. some interaction. Yeah. So that's yeah. the goal then. Right on. That's awesome, man. So, um, are you hunting that wolf bait? Do you have any plans of that? going forward or are you just um, gonna keep her up and and maybe see if you have some clients come up and hunt them or well i always run them i never stop i've done it for the last you know three or four You're years two right yeah yeah and uh i keep them full every week you know it gives me something to do yeah gets me gets me on the sled for a little ride and and uh yeah I always, there's no shortage of bait so um i i might sit it i kind of think that every year and then i never really yeah. get around to it uh I, I don't know. I like keeping them full and yeah, I like the idea of coming in and just seeing their tracks and for sure. And, you know, I think, you know, if I'm filling their bellies, they're not, you know, they're killing one less cow or one less yeah. calf, one less deer fawn. Um, you know, even if they are sticking to one area, that's good too. Gives, gives the animals a break somewhere else. For sure. And you know, it's, 
you know, the pre it's like preseason scouting for deer and whatnot. A lot of time that's scouting, and then you bring your camera home or your your memory card and you look at the trail cameras, it's almost as exciting as actual hunting. Yeah. Because you have excitement almost every day. Because you aren't expecting to kill an animal, but if you see some good tracks or you get a good trail camera, then that's a success yeah, for that day. Accomplished, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, that's awesome, man. Right on. I'm going uh, to chase some cougars again this weekend. Um, the guy I went with back in December, he's coming out this way, and we're going to cover some ground. We've uh, got some leads on some uh, some cats that guys have seen in the last week or a couple of weeks here. So we're hoping that we can cut a fresh track in the next couple of days. Well, you got the fresh snow. We got fresh snow, you know, every night we're getting it. We are getting some throughout the day um, for the next couple of days, but I don't think we're getting a whole bunch during the day, so it won't be too bad. It's not too cold. It's not too cold. It's not warming up. So conditions are pretty much perfect. They're going to be good. I'm going to be sticking to roads that I can drive on with the vehicle. I'm not going to take my my quad out. There's just almost too much snow for that. Um but, uh, yeah, you know, there's a couple of us and I have a couple other guys that are looking right now. So we're hoping that we can, you know, all we need is a track. We just need a, a line to cross a road. Yeah. That's all we need. You yeah. know, we're probably going to cover, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we cover five to 800 kilometers of, of road over the next couple of days, you know, with a few different people looking. So all we need is a cat to cross that road within, you know, six to 10 hours of us crossing it. You just never know when it's going to happen. You never know. They're right? around. We've seen them. Oh, they're around. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. There's just, um, you know, 20 yards down the, down the highway here in Widewater and Canyon Creek, there's guys, Posting on on uh, on Facebook that they have you know cougars walking through their front yard or they've seen one walking down yeah. the road and they are they're around and the thing with around here not a whole lot of people hunt them but the quota is very low like you're only allowed for the zone of three fifty three fifty one a giant giant zone um, huge huge zones the two um, you're only allowed two males and one female and that's for the whole cougar season so as soon as someone kills a male. Well, then it's down to one male. Once that second tag is filled, then it's done, basically. Female, But, but was, not even hunters. Not even hunters, road no. Roadkill? It can be roadkill. It could be accidental catches from trappers. So um, the quota does, like, like I said, it doesn't get hunted very hard. Um, but, you know, the quota still gets filled almost every year. Um, but that's just Alberta. You know, Alberta doesn't give out a lot of cougar tags. <laughs> And so there's not a whole lot of people hunting cats in Alberta because, for one, you got to have a houndsman. And now the problem with houndsmen in Alberta is they can only run for cougars. They can't run for lynx. They can't run for bears in the spring. Yeah. So they have from December 1st until March, basically. And that's it. That's all. And if they don't have a tag in their pocket and if there's no quota, they can't run their dogs. Yep. So it is very tough for houndsmen in Alberta. Um, but there's a few. There's a few that do it. There's a few that are good. And, um, and yeah, so we're hoping and praying that we can cut a track here, man, in the next two days. You know, like I said, conditions are good. Um, we're going to be covering a lot of ground and we've got, uh, we've got some good leads. So we're just hoping something can happen. Well, I think you guys are going to have good luck. They're around. I hope so, man. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of guys and, and, um, 
you know, quite a few guys that have pointed me in directions where they've seen tracks in the last few weeks. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they do travel a bit. So all you need is, uh, all you need them to do is, is cross the road. And so we go out nice and early. I'm going to be out there at like 4:30 AM, try and hit some of these roads before, you know, the guys that are working are on them so I can get those fresh tracks on the road. And, um, and yeah, see if we can catch something early. That's the game plan. So, um, Dallas, who's coming in, he's got to travel about four hours, so he probably won't be out here till you know first light around seven or eight. But uh, yeah, I'll be out there bright and early and have my spotlight, and I'll be looking. Right on. I'll be looking. Yeah, you bet, your man. I can't wait. I'm actually gonna put the the Tacticam FTS system on my uh, on my gun. I, I wanted to use the bow. Yeah. I got a brand new APA Black Mamba twenty eight. Just came in the mail yesterday. You know, I don't have a sight on it yet. Haven't even flung an arrow, so it's just too soon, unfortunately. Um, you know, I would love to use it, and uh, you know, I, I had intended to if I was going to get back out for cats again to use my bow, but just uh, not ready. Yeah, not ready. I sent my last one away. Uh, someone took that one, so uh, yeah, no, I've got to fling some arrows with this first. It just wouldn't be. Uh, it wouldn't be. Uh, you know wouldn't be good of me to use it without practicing a few times. So yeah, I'm using sure. the Tacticam FTS system, guys. This is the film through your scope system. So what it does, it allows you to hook up the Tacticam 5.0 point of view camera, and it sits right beside your scope, and there's a little attachment with a mirror. And so it'll film right through your scope. So you got those crosshairs on there, and uh, yeah, it's super, super cool. It makes it uh, even easier for guys to self-film their hunts. Now, obviously, we're still going to have cameras rolling on the cat, cameras rolling on me, but uh, I think this Tacticam FTS system will be another cool angle to capture a shot if we have an opportunity at something. So, Yeah, that's cool. It's nice and uh, compact, very light. It's very sleek, man. Yeah, yeah. there's another company that made one, uh, made something similar to this, but it was a lot bulkier. It was huge and like a big eyepiece on it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so this is quite slim. And um, yeah, I can't speak too much of this, but Tacticam does have much more new products coming out in the next year, two years. And uh, yeah, they have something coming out that's going to be an upgrade from this, which is super cool. But, uh, yeah, right now this is, you know, the cat's ass. It's something else. I've seen some cool videos on Instagram yep. with this FTS system. Yep. Some guys shooting, you know, wolves and coyotes and, uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. Have you seen any on Instagram? With yeah. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to our friends, Brandon and Stacy there. Yeah. They, that's who I've seen. Yeah. They've been using it. That's right. Yeah. They, uh, they've killed quite a few coyotes this winter so far. Yeah. And uh, I think somebody, one of them took a crack at a wolf too, but I think, I think they missed it. Okay. But all through the Tacticam FTS system. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool, man. Very so, cool. And, you know, cool thing is we're going to be covering a ton of ground, a lot of, a lot of wolves in these areas, a lot of coyotes. So who knows? I might get a crack at something yep. else. You just never yep. know. So, yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's, and, and that camera films in 4k, right? Um, Oh, the 5.0. I'm pretty sure it is 4k. I actually don't have one here. So, with me. Yeah. We don't have one in front of yet. us, but so, so what that means is like this, this little gadget, this FTS is basically going to produce a quality of footage as good as the quality of your glass of your scope for sure yeah so if you have good glass that's that's the quality you're going to get because that camera films in hd yeah for sure yeah no it's uh there's something else uh, 
super super cool product and i look forward to putting it to uh putting it to use yeah it seems to you know the the footage i've seen so far um you know the crosshairs are really crisp yeah and then the the subject in the whatever in the field of the lenses it's is, as clear is, as it is as through clear. your scope yeah it looks yeah. like you're looking through a through the scope with your naked eye yeah, yeah. for sure so yeah no so <clears throat> we'll see how the weekend goes guys i'll keep everyone updated and um yeah, hopefully we have another cool story to tell come the next podcast. I hope you guys can get on some cats. <laughs> Me <be> too. Cool. <laughs> Me too. So um, hunting-wise for yourself, you might sit in the wolf bait, but other than that, then you got bear season coming up and you got some exciting plans for bear season. Yeah, we're, well, we're going to the mountains as soon as we can in the spring. We talked all about that, guys, on that podcast that we couldn't release. Yeah, that's right. The recorder that was, was, that was on recording. The one, that was on the one we did couldn't release. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the plan, you know, Manny, myself, and uh, two of our other friends, I think we're taking horses now, um, but we were going to backpack into the mountains and uh, do a high country bear hunt. Um, probably, most of us are probably packing bows. I know three of us at least are, you know, would rather pa- pack a bow, but... Uh, Somebody's probably bringing a rifle. I think we're bringing a couple pups and uh, and now maybe a couple pack horses. So. Oh, you guys are gonna have quite the camp. Yeah, it might be a little little rodeo walking yeah. in there. Yeah. Well, someone's got to carry a gun. Because um, I'd imagine with bears in that type of terrain, you're gonna see them like a long ways away. Yeah. Well, the and idea is to 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 glass them. Yeah. Come up with you know come up with bears through your binoculars your spotting scopes get some good footage of them in the open hillsides and 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 uh you know there's four of us so whether we split up or or we sort of do a film crew film crew style of things and you know film cross canyon stocks and stuff um you know we'll talk about that as the dates get closer but there's a lot of things we're gonna do and we'll definitely have one rifle with us just because we're not gonna we're not gonna put ourselves in an opportunity a missed opportunity because you, you know we can't weapon. shoot across yeah, a valley yeah, or something sure. right um and you know just for safety reasons we, we'll have a, a gun with us too yeah but uh yeah i'll be packing my mama into the into the mountains for sure that i didn't take it sheep hunting this year but i'll be taking it uh taking it bear hunting yeah yeah for sure, for sure. <clears throat> yeah i look forward to flinging some arrows man it's been a little while but i'm gonna get the sight on this thing and uh and once we're done this hunt and uh Start punching some arrows through it and getting back into the groove of things. Yep. Yeah, spring's creeping up fast. It is. We man. had a taste of it there last week. Yeah, it uh we had like minus forty weather about two weeks ago for like a week. And then it warmed right up to uh, you know, two degrees, minus two, three degrees. It was just uh super, super mild. And uh yeah, we thought it was uh I think the weather thought it was springtime, but uh, it wasn't quite. But anyways, guys, I'm going to announce the winner of that last podcast giveaway. So we had a ton of people enter, and, uh, you know, we greatly appreciate all the support, guys. Every listen means so much to us. Um, like I said, we've got some super exciting things coming down the pipe here at Non-Typical Nation and for the Non-Typical Nation podcast. Um, we're very, very excited to, uh, start bringing you some more, uh, you know, exciting podcast stuff and, uh, something a little bit different as well. So the winner of, uh, the last giveaway, he won, uh, uh, what did he win? He won a Black Widow Innovations, uh, pack of broadheads and a T-Rex knives hat. 
the winner was Jeremy Brewer. So, Jeremy, if you're listening to this, send us a message, and we will get that package off to you right away. And again, guys, check out our Facebook page. We will have another podcast giveaway for this podcast here. And, uh, yeah, be sure to enter to win, and we'll announce the winner on the following podcast. Right on, right on, guys. Well, we're going to keep this one short and sweet. We just wanted to do a bit of an update. Uh, Like we said, it's been a little while since we've done one. Um, But, uh, yeah, we're back, and hopefully uh, record another one in the next few days, and then we'll release that one right away as well. Yeah, hopefully we've got some cat hunting stories. Yeah, I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping. And, uh, yeah, we're going to start filming these again here once we get this uh, studio sort of updated and renovated. And... um, Yeah, they're going to be a little more exciting. So thanks so much, guys. We appreciate it big time. And yeah, tune in again in another few days. Sounds good. Right on.